0: Welcome into to the Talking Shop Football Pod. I'm back. Welcome in, Matt. Each week I have on my fantasy football opponents talk about our match. We also break down NFL games, league results. Sometimes we do a little NFL trivia, talk off the field news, etc. This week we have our first recurring guest of the season, matchup number two for these guys, Matthew Renner, joining us now. Matt, happy birthday.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: How are you doing on this fine Wednesday?
1: I know I'm doing a lot better than um, the fantasy football season for myself. Uh, you know, well, we can call a spade a spade. I've been mathematically eliminated as of a couple of weeks ago. It was down to the wire there. And, you know, whoever gets to play me here and out, lucky you.
0: One of the best to do it historically, perennial favorite. Uh, but this uh, was a down year for you. There's no point beating a dead horse though. Let's, let's, let's do some non fantasy. NFL it is, topic. it is fun though.
1: So feel free to, to
0: pile it on. <laughs> well, I kind of crushed you this week, but my team has been, been clicking a little, been clicking pretty well lately. So I think, uh, it's not really your fault so much as so much as, uh, my team, my team's performing pretty well.
1: You have a good team.
0: Uh, Chubb's back. That's, that's good for you.
1: You know, the running backs looking good. Um, I'm I'm happy for your success, and you know I think we uh, all saw the chatter on the the group chat. I think it's going to come down to to you and Samson. So who's who's putting money on who?
0: <laughs> Did you see the trade I made? I was wondering if you could give that a rating. So I <clears throat> I traded away Miles Sanders, starting running back for the Eagles, and I brought in Stefan Diggs, uh, receiver for the Buffalo Bills.
1: Mm-hmm. Without. Really knowing too much about your running back and wide receiver situation. The fact that you got Chubb back and the fact that the Eagles are terrible and the fact that the (laughs) Bills throw the fucking shit out of the ball. um, I think you got the better end of that one. Uh, Cool. If I were you, I'd do that trade every day. At any point
0: in the year, I would have done that trade if I were you. My running back was pretty short up. I mean, I got to deal with a Ronald Jones bye week this week, but um, yeah. I'll play around with the flex. I think I'll be okay on that. But
1: Diggs is a solid pickup coming into the playoffs for you. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. I like having that slot receiver for, like, when it gets colder out because, like, those passes, you know, the the 50-yard bombs, they, they don't happen quite as much when, when it's December That's or January. Right? You got
1: you to gotta look out for that northeastern weather, which you're well familiar with, but – you know, they could be, they could be <laughs> running it to LaShawn McCoy in the snow before
0: you know it. Speaking of the Northeast, dude, can we please touch on the NFC East? Uh, never for just never heard, minute? heard of them. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, surprisingly, it's not a minor league uh, conference, uh, division. It's actually part of the NFL, but um, they don't get a lot of coverage because their best team has four wins.
1: Right. So this is one of the new rule changes they made this year of allowing like the B League into the NFL, right?
0: Yeah, it's uh it's sort of like the Premier League where you get where you get uh exactly. you get tossed down into the yeah the I'm, relegation.
1: Ha- I'm happy for the Giants. I mean, who, who knows, man? I bet you, like, you never know, man. Alex Smith is is back after his injury. He might.
0: Can we do our remaining schedule uh, look in real quick on the uh, let's do the it. New York Giants? My feel, my projection,
1: my projection for uh, Saints Seahawks in the NFC Championship is.
0: It's still on track. Well, speaking of the Seahawks, I think that's who the Giants are playing this week. That's not good for the Giants. So, there's a loss. <laughs> All right, remaining schedule. This weekend, we got the Seahawks. Then, home for the Cardinals, home for the Browns, at the Ravens, home for the Cowboys. You think you're going to
1: go one and four?
0: I was thinking three and two. I think the Browns and the Cowboys is a lock. I don't see us winning that Seahawks. The Browns game in Seattle. The Browns
1: are seven and three. They're not gonna lose to the Giants. No offense.
0: I will see. We're home for that game. It's it's gonna um, be uh
1: well, remember home there's no home field yeah. advantage this year. That's that doesn't matter because COVID. Let's not forget that this is a fake NFL season.
0: <laughs> Cancel the NFL. All right. Let's 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 call it two and three. Is that fair?
1: Yeah. I think two and three Um, Ravens won't, won't Uh lose Cardinals. uh, If they show up, they'll win. Um, I I don't need to be biased, but the the Seahawks fixed that defensive problem they had. And now they look like a good team
0: again. Um, All right. So that's, so that's the giants. Sorry to cut you off, but that's that's fine. Now now let's look at the Washington football team. They have five games left as well. Same amount of wins. The giants have the, tiebreaker right now but here's their main schedule so they're at the steelers who are undefeated i think cross that one off immediately then they're supposed to travel to santa clara to play the niners but the niners don't play in santa clara anymore i don't know where they play so not sure about that one wait what i don't know anything about this so the county of santa clara has banned all sports teams for santa clara
1: good for santa clara you Know yeah, it's not an essential it's it's not an essential service to play sports. And that is that's like yeah. that's this I really respect the uh the San Francisco municipality for um you know so they taking their own advice.
0: They can't practice, they can't play, so we'll see what happens to that game. Then they are home for the Seahawks. Do you see the Seahawks losing that game or no? I mean I fucking hope not, but
1: no, they should win. <laughs>
0: I mean, first of all, okay, kind of real quick break here to mention that the Seahawks already have two NFC East teams on their schedule for the remaining five weeks, so right. that, that bodes well for them. All right, remaining two games, so I think I honestly think they'd lose those first three. They might beat the Panthers, and then they go and travel to Philadelphia for the last game of the year, so they might go two and three.
1: And they're they're a well. wild card, though, because Alex Smith is playing. He's still the quarterback.
0: Yeah, that's right. I mean, like,
1: he's he's better than whoever their rookies were. And he's Alex Smith. Like he he's back two years recovering in the hospital. He's motivated. And like, I don't know, I, it kind of makes me optimistic for them that they have a yeah. legit quarterback running the show. They have a good running back. They have decent receivers. Um, I don't know, man, be careful with them.
0: And then half a game back is the, we're not even going to go through the Cowboys. There's no point. They're they're clearly tanking for draft position at this point. Half a game back, though, we got the Eagles. So, if the Eagles were to pick up an extra win, maybe go three and two down the stretch, they could take first place still. So they're at the Packers. Then they play the Saints. Two really tough games there. Those Cardinals. Are that's a loss. Cardinals. That's a loss. Last two games, though, they got Cowboys and, and Washington. So, if they could squeak out they a win, they go two and three. Somehow. They go two and yeah, three. Yeah, they're two and three also. Yeah.
1: I don't know if you watched that one night in that Wentz was bad. I think they're going to – Wentz is bad. He was really bad. I I hope they put in the other guy, whatever his name is. Hurts.
0: All right. We'll we'll, we'll pencil in the Giants then for that division. And as the fourth best divisional winner, they would probably play the best wildcard team, which could be the Buccaneers. Tom Brady has to travel to New York. Or Or the Rams. To take his beating. Or the Rams. Or the Seahawks. the seahawks hopefully not the seahawks imagine playing a road playoff game against a six and ten team
1: i honestly (laughs) rather do that than go to seattle or go to uh new orleans or go
0: to green bay i know whoever's that top wild card is actually (laughs) pretty that's that's the best seed in the house (laughs) they're playing washington or the giants (laughs) that's pretty good that's a that's a buy that's basically as good as a buy the fifth seed. What we're saying is the number one seed that gets to buy is basically the exact it, it the, just n- the
1: number basically. one, the number one, and the number five seed in the NFC gets the first round
0: buy. That's dope. Gets the first round buy. Number two gets screwed, but number one and five are in good shape. Um Something I was thinking about this weekend watching football. What's the future for Taysom Hill? I, he looked good at QB this weekend. He started for the Saints thrown it around. Obviously, they're playing the Broncos. I haven't, so like I haven't made, been, been able to watch.
1: I haven't been able to watch. Um, so I actually haven't seen I didn't get to see the game, either game that he started. It's just the I mean, obviously, he's um, he's 2-0 and we're all aware of his his capabilities. And you know what? I know it's just risky as a GM. Like, you don't want your QB doing running back. He's not a, a Murray or a Wilson where he's running to avoid and slide. He's more aggressively running than Vic and to run over people. And that is a increased liability for a person commanding your offense. So it's, that's interesting. It's a tough one. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want him starting. It was my
0: call. I mean, let's say Breeze retires after this season. Yeah. do the saints just say this is our guy he's our next quarterback the next phase of our franchise or did they move him into receiver flex whatever and bring in a different quarterback or do they trade it
1: he's not a quarterback
0: he's a um extremely versatile
1: athlete that plays five mm-hmm. positions he's not a quarterback um they need a like long term he's one play away at a higher statistical breakdown than most quarterbacks of getting hurt. I mean, even if it's like, he strains a finger, he can't throw the ball. So it's like, it's way too risky to have him as a franchise quarterback longevity. It's not there, but as a offensive weapon, clearly he's identified himself as that. And I, I think they hold on to him. He's a true so he's a perennial. He's a perennial utility. true.
0: Yeah. He's, he's a, a he's what flex was he's a new position. <laughs> yeah.
1: They've taken fantasy football right. and they've applied that to real NFL. He's a true flex.
0: <clears throat> it's crazy. You most love having a guy like that on your roster if you're the Saints. And I
1: think the I think ESPN should redact their change that he can't be a tight end position. I think you should be able to put him in any position.
0: Yeah. Speaking of wide receivers playing quarterback, did you see the situation in Denver this week? It's
1: awful. Cancel the NFL. Totally, totally awful that they they can do that.
0: <laughs> four <laughs> quarterbacks on the roster. It's awful. All it's four ineligible. All four it's, ineligible to play.
1: The only reason why it's okay is because Denver sucks this year. If that happened to the Kansas City Chiefs, that would mm. that would be an absolute like chaotic moment. NFL will do anything they can to move the game. Like it's. It's it's uh it sucks. (laughs) I don't like it. Yeah. Can we weird? I mean can we talk about the uh the instigation that you initiated this week about the whole Raven Steelers moving the game and setting your lineup? Like, come on. You're obviously in the playoff running and you're nervous about losing to a shitty team mine. But like we knew that COVID is gonna impact games and move things around. We knew it.
0: I have a strong take on this. So I, I didn't give, I had no doubt I was going to beat you this week. I can't. First of all, I found.
1: <laughs> it's totally fine.
0: <laughs> I, I found um, a defense off waivers that put up more points than my defense was going to get, anyways. No big deal. But for the listeners out there, and obviously, feel like the listener people in our fantasy uh, yeah. group. So it doesn't really, we don't need explaining because they're on the group message. But essentially, we asked whether. The Pittsburgh-Baltimore game, should it be moved again if we were allowed to pick a backup option, a backup group of players that we would have put in our roster instead to count those scores instead, put it through a league vote. League well, you, you,
1: were, you were petitioning a league commissioner manual intervention on the process of the point scoring.
0: But we didn't know on Sunday whether that game was going to get pushed again or not. And we didn't know if it was going to count for this week. And it did end up getting pushed, and I don't think we're – I guess we are clear at this point. The game's taking place in a couple hours, but right. it's, uh, it's very strange. A Wednesday game, like it's hard to tell if that's week 12 why didn't, or week 13. And, and, and why, didn't they, why didn't
1: they push back the Broncos game?
0: Because, like you said, they're not in the, they're not in the playoff hunt. Who cares?
1: Fucking bullshit.
0: <laughs> you asked me why I, I started the discussion in the first place. Here's the reason why. I want to establish precedent for the playoffs because this is going to happen again. We have spiking cases all over the country. They're going to be canceling games. They're going to be moving games. And I don't want to have this discussion in the fantasy football, divisional, whatever, conference championship game. I'd rather have it in the second to last regular season game when it's less meaningful. Well, I and now we know. Now we know which way people lean on the vote.
1: So I I started listening to the episode with Scott. Uh, I didn't get very far, but I really liked his part about the the beginning with the casino and how like the more complex the game is, the more they're trying to pull you away from controlling the odds. So this is the same kind of thing and, and analogy is that the COVID variable is removing control that we have as fantasy football managers from the odds. And thus it's introducing more, more risk to the outcome. And that causes anxiety for us, especially if we're in the playoffs and like, I'm not so like, I'm, I don't give a shit, (laughs) but I can see where that's coming from, but this is a weird year. And now there's a new variable at play, not just like you got to look at the weather in the winter you need to look at the COVID projections in each team, and you gotta you have to have yeah. a risk adjusted strategy for your lineup. You know, it's just you can't have everyone on the same team. If that team gets hit with COVID like the Broncos, then you lose. So, managerial warning to all of you who go to playoffs. Um,
0: <laughs> you know, I took a summer course on epi- epidemiology in order to prepare myself for this fantasy season because I wanted to see. Yeah, the waves of the virus and whatnot and, and how I was going to set my lineup accordingly.
1: That's, that's, that's smart. And look at how successful you've been. So there you go for the listeners out there. If you do a little bit more research.
0: It cost me more than I would win had I come in first place, but I didn't really figure that out beforehand. So.
1: I did the free John Hopkins one. I don't know if you've seen that. I uh-huh. recommend that for
0: everyone to take that
1: John Hopkins. Uh, maybe this can be your sponsor this week. Um, yeah. It's a good like two hour course on, on COVID screening and. Um, you guys should do it so
0: john hopkins sponsor insert here boom
2: this advertisement is one minute and 12 seconds long if that's too long for you clear your schedule breathe a little live your life it's all you got the love you give is equal to the love you take la 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 what's up shopkeepers this is ryan matera here from week six of talking shop. I just want to say congratulations to Matt on a terrific season one. Congratulations to the winner of this year's fantasy football championship. I have got my money on John Scalmanini. I believe in underdogs. I know it's mathematically impossible for him to win but that's the type of guy I like to root for. If you're trying to fill the void That's going to be left by the end of season one of Talking Shop. Be sure to check out my pod, Short Stack, available wherever you get podcasts, as long as you get podcasts on iTunes or Spotify. Short Stack tells the story of the murder of Heyman Lee one day after school in 1999 and the subsequent arrest of her ex-boyfriend, Adnan Syed, after a brief trial Anand was sentenced to a life in prison, and I investigate whether this was as tasty as a, a bowl of cereal. To find us, just search Short Stack on Apple or Spotify. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of talking Shop.
0: There it is. All right, back to the pod. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that was, a, that was a got heated there for a little bit. <laughs> um,. Did you get into some of the other Scott discussions? Because I thought the uh he really goes down a, a fun rabbit hole with the end of the world situations. And, no, I, um, I I
1: stopped at the AI uh piece to um frankly do anything else. So I'll I'll pick it up yeah. later.
0: <laughs> yeah, we had a good discussion around the risks of all kinds of end of the world scenarios such as robots and AI and nuclear war and um Nano runaway nano nano or biotechnology. Um, he had uh, a and, and then like uh, we also talked about like the future of society when we're going to end up in a one world police state, censorship. It, it, it is a wide range of discussion as typical with Scott. Well,
1: what's what's interesting? Yes, uh, he, all of those are, are true and interesting. And I think that like if you tie it back to this year, of fantasy football and COVID, if, if anything, it's showing that. We don't need fans to have professional sports. Fast forward that, you know, push that more. Do we even need athletes to have professional sports? Why don't we just all watch esports? Is it just a matter of executing strategy with real life people? Like we're proving that there's still a market for people to watch things that um, you don't need to be there in person to experience. And I think that's going to open up a i mean the esports thing is is huge it's like one of the fastest growing markets in the world and like um those esport guys are making millions and millions of dollars and they have the largest arenas quote unquote they have you know hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people watching matches so like is that next for for entertainment maybe
0: i think i would have missed the fans had they not been able to replicate like the the background noise and the uh, applause and booze and all that stuff like so well with the machine learning and algorithm and uh, and AI, the techniques they use, which they develop mostly from video games like Madden uh, is actually where they took a lot of the sounds and stuff from, but they also incorporated like team sounds, but the sort of like algorithm for like when a run play goes for three yards in the second quarter with eight minutes left versus in the fourth quarter near the goal line with 30 seconds left. Um, is all driven by, uh, computer driven like algorithms, AI. Mm. Uh, I mean, it has to be real time. Obviously it has to be seamlessly cut into the previous sound that they have. And, uh, it, it, I think they've done a good job. Uh, I don't they know have. what are your take? They, you ever-
1: it's just, um, I mean, I, I totally agree with you and, uh, it's, it's just a very interesting thing that the world is okay with. Watching sporting events without being there, doing it on TV, it's just an interesting, uh, like evolution of what's happened. So,
0: I think it's interesting psychologically too that how our brain is tricked into thinking that we're watching a game that has fans because it must be quiet and weird there, and you must be able to hear everything people say on the field. But I don't even think about it when I'm watching the game.
1: Well, and, and, and I think this is why the los angeles sports teams won because they can't deal with pressure i think it's why dustin johnson won the masters because he can't deal with pressure it's like you have these teams that are winning championships that typically choke all the time no matter what the situation is i'm talking uh winning games because they 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 have no there's no pressure component so like it it is just like a scrimmage it's not it's not real it's all simulated speaking of yeah uh, simulations
0: i mean the nfl bubble is like i sorry the nba bubble they you know would walk from their hotel to the court play the game <laughs> do an interview over zoom and then head back to their hotel room
1: are we sure we're not watching nba 2k jam or nfl madden are you sure i'm not sure i don't know maybe 10 years ago 10 years from now 50 years from now how are we even going to tell the difference
0: what we're watching how are we going to tell the difference in the interviews with deep fakes and all this stuff? Like we're going to, we're headed in a very interesting direction overall. I
1: might not even be wearing a Seahawks
0: sweatshirt. He might not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is there Pretty anything to talk about to for day. fantasy football? I'm like, I, I, I've lost congratulations. You everybody. want to look at
0: the playoff race real quick, or is that too depressing for you?
1: No, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Can you pull it up? I'm in it. I lost. I mean, I'm not a, not trying to make excuses. I, every single person I drafted got. All right, so we
0: obviously the, the match of the week this week is going to be Dylan versus Samson. We got the two first place teams. They're tied with nine wins each. They're nine and three loser. Of that game is going to be nine and four. And ideally if I win this week, I will be nine and four. So mm-hmm. it comes down to points. Sorry. And also if Chris wins, he will be nine and four. So it's going to right. come down to points. And if we look at the standings points-wise, Samson's going to have me by 30, 35 points. But I've got Dylan covered by 60. That's not this, going to be a this problem. Is the last, and I got, this is the
1: last week of regular season.
0: Yeah, sorry, for context. This is the last week. I've got Chris covered by about 40 points and Dylan covered by 60. So the scary thing, the way the buy is concerned is and we'll look at the five and six and seven part next. But the scary way this is uh, the the buy works is that if Dylan loses, I jump him for the second place buy. But if Samson loses, I have to outscore him by thirty five points, or he still retains the buy week over me and Chris. It would be Dylan's out the second place.
1: Brady's on a buy, and Will Fuller Forl- Fuller is a cheater. He's he, there's no. So
0: Samson will probably win that match. But to Dylan's okay. credit, well-
1: Brady sucks. And he has been sucking, and so maybe him not playing is – I'm just kidding. He's doing all right.
0: So the four Uh, people that are definitely in are Chris, Chris, Dylan, and myself. Then let's look at who is on the bubble. So we've got Dave, Dom, and Lamb are the three teams that potentially could get in. Um, There is still a game tonight, but we can project that Dave will have six wins. Lamb's getting in. Lamb will have six wins and Dom will have seven wins. So if Dom wins, he's in, no problem. If he loses, he gets in a point battle with Dave and Lamb and he has less. He has less points. So Dom should win, get in. If he loses though, he's probably out. And then Lamb and Dave would jump in
1: <laughs> hmm. your thoughts. If Dave loses, he's six and six. He still has the points. If Simo loses, he's seven and five. He's in. so Samson, uh, Dylan, Matera, simo you're all in. Um,
0: that's a great point on real quick on Dave. If he wins next week, he's in because he has the same amount of wins as Andrew, but he's got a hundred more points. So Dave's in Dave controls his own. Dave controls his own destiny, and Dom controls his own destiny. If the, either one of them loses, though, then Andrew could jump them.
1: So who does, who does uh, Juju play?
0: Uh, so here are the matchups. So uh, let's we'll, we'll start with, uh, with, uh, with Andrew. All right, Andrew plays a Christmas Carol, Tommy. So very likely win there for Lamb. He
1: should, he should win that. You should win that, man. Oh, sorry t- sorry. This is Tommy.
0: perfect. This is this is pr- this is actually perfect. This is our second marquee matchup coming up. Dom plays Dave. Oh god.
1: That's so good. So if, if yeah. Dom if Dom wins, Dave still has a thousand more points than Dom, though. Yeah, how does that work? The problem is we're trying to do it's this hard because this, this week's game hasn't been done. So we're it's scheduled. I know, to I
0: bad. was gonna say that's the hard <laughs> part is Dylan hasn't finished his fucking week's matchup yet. All right, Dylan, so would you please play the last game?
1: It's it's going to come down to uh, the the Juju Dave game. That's that's the big one. And then Lamb,
0: loser, loser could get jumped by Lamb, essentially, right?
1: I think Lamb uh, Lamb controls his own destiny. If Lamb wins, he's in. Uh, if if Lamb and uh, Dom win, it's going to be tight, and it'll come down to points.
0: Um I think if if Dave loses he can still get in though, right? Because he's got so many points. Dave's in. Dave's six and Dave's six and six. He lost this week. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what complicates this. So Dave's six and six, and Dom's seven and five. So if Dom wins, he's in for sure. If yeah. Dave wins, he's in for sure. The loser though can get jumped by Andrew for that last spot.
1: This is going to be fun.
0: It's going to be fun. We get two great matchups. We got Dylan versus Samson and we got Dave versus Dom. Um,
1: yeah, this is going to be great. Happy for you guys. We'll, we'll watch it. <laughs> uh,
0: who got low points this week?
1: Me, man. I'm done. Every, every, every <laughs> strategy and, And scenario that I tried to execute this year failed. So um, I will happily pay Chris Sampson with, I believe, is that high score of the year, 167?
0: It certainly could be. That was a crazy week he did. I'm just checking now, but I think you're right.
1: Looks good, man. Previous high,
0: see so far, 139. 159 by Dave Mann earlier in the year. Yeah. All right. Let's not belabor a good thing here. It's great talking with you this week.
1: No trivia, no game picks.
2: Damn. All
0: right, let's do some game picks real quick. <laughs> <today>. Why not?
2: <laughs> All right. I was, next I was week, for
0: week 13 in
1: the NFL. Yeah. I'll, I right. want to split the parlay with you or double it.
0: Yep. We're doing, we're doing it. All right. Here we go. First game of the week. I'm gonna skip the Baltimore Ravens Steelers game. We don't need to. We don't need to talk about that. Um, here's the first exciting one that jumps out at me. The Rams minus three against the Cardinals, playing at State Farm Stadium. Who you got?
1: That means they're favored by three.
0: That's correct. Oh fuck!
1: That's a good one. In Arizona,
0: on I don't want to bet on that one. Let's pick a different one. All right. Skipping that one. Second That's game, too close. Giants. That's too close to bet on. <laughs> All right. First game this week, Giants getting 10 in Seattle. Seattle are 10-point favorites.
1: I think Seattle. Uh, oof. It's going to be a uh, – I think I'll, I'll pick the Giants on that. Um, the Seahawks will be up by three touchdowns with five minutes left in the fourth quarter, and then. The Giants will come back. Um, I don't think the Seahawks win by 14 points, though they will be up by 20 points in the fourth quarter.
0: All right, Giants, lock it in. Second game, Buffalo Bills, two-and-a-half-point favorites at home for the Niners, less than a field goal. That's our Sunday night marquee matchup.
1: Dude, the Niners are clicking, man. I don't know.
0: That's a good one. Um,
1: was, who'd they play this week? They played the Jets. They blew the Jets out, right?
0: The Bills? The Bills In yeah. Buffalo? In Buffalo? In Buffalo. Uh, let's check the weather real quick. Buffalo uh, weather. Uh, we got a high of 33 and overcast with a 15% chance of snow.
1: Let's take, let's take Buffalo on that one because apparently the Niners can't even play football anymore because of uh, All right. the appropriate response by the municipality of Santa Clara County declaring sports, are not a, declaring sports are not an essential service where, like, the rest of us, you know, you get it. Uh, I'll take Buffalo on that.
0: All right, last game. What do you think about the Tennessee Titans? Minus six for the Browns.
1: Dude yeah, t- are gonna they're hot. Henry's Ryan.
0: So you think they're gonna win against by six points against the Browns, but you won't give the Giants a chance against the Browns? So are the Browns good or bad? What's your what's your stance?
1: The Browns are you know any given Sunday good.
0: So like any given
1: Sunday. If any they given show up Sunday, for some, they don't for others. Same with the Raiders, right? Like they lost by 40 to the Falcons, um, but then they beat the chiefs. So, uh, I think the Browns are still kind of in that identity, figuring out vortex for consistency, Eagles, Packers, eight and a half. I'll take the Packers.
0: You brought up, you brought up the Raiders. Do you think that Derek Carr is on an extremely short leash nowadays? Do you think he's gonna be starting there next year?
1: If they win a playoff game, he will.
0: I mean, the one year they made the playoffs and they were great. Remember, he had that injury and he wasn't able to play in it. A season-ending leg injury, I believe, right? And that's a real shame because they didn't have any backup plan for him being out. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were like 12-4 and that year, a couple years ago. Mari Cooper and Crabtree, um, they they were really clicking. And then he didn't get his chance. He got hurt. No, they never fully got back to that level.
1: Dude, these lines are huge this week. I know, Chiefs, I 40, many good games. Chiefs 14
0: favorite over the Broncos. Let's make I it take, a 14 parlay. Let me, let me pick the last one. Go ahead and give me yeah. one.
1: Chiefs Broncos, 14 points. Who's the QB?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's hard to... I'm surprised they even have a line in that game. If We don't know who's going to be behind center. If it's going to be a wide receiver again, then I'll take the Chiefs. But uh, let's see... We well, have to find out who's playing quarterback first. I can't really make a pick without knowing that.
1: All right. So we got, we got Bills over Niners, two and a half. So Bills by a field goal. Um, we got Giants to cover against the Seahawks. Yep. And then, uh, dude, Saints Falcons, three points. That's a, that's a close one.
0: What was our last game? Bills, Giants, and?
1: Um, if if uh, if Julio Jones is out, I'll take the Saints to cover three points.
0: Yeah, what was the other original third game there? Uh, Packers, Eagles, eight and a half.
1: Dude, let's do like a six-team parlay. I think we can get six.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, the quarterbacks are coming back for Denver, but, I mean, on, like, I'm, the taking, quarterback, the quarterback I'm taking the quarterback for the Broncos.
1: The quarterback for the Broncos is playing in that game.
0: Yeah, I, I don't care. I'm taking the Chiefs 13 and I'm a not half. With you, they,
1: man. They've won. I, I'm with the Broncos if the quarterback's playing. The Broncos D is decent. They're decent.
0: Is that a uh should we stay away from that one?
1: I'm fine to stay away from it. I like the Eagles Packers line. I think the Packers could win by 40. The Eagles are really. I,
0: I really like the, the this this Giants Seahawks game just feels like a last minute screw up by the Giants. They're not going to lose. I'm one in ten. I really like that one. Bills mm-hmm. chance of snow, thirty degrees. I'm really confident in that one.
2: We need I a like third game, game
0: though that we feel really good about. I like the. Uh, I like the.
1: So if if Julio Jones is hurt, I like the Saints by three. Uh, is is Breeze playing though? Like no, but the Saints D is uh, fucking good. I, I I don't like. I'm, Do I'm They, not, they, they the had Saints, two the defensive. Me. They have two defensive touchdowns against the uh, Raiders. The Falcons did. That wasn't.
0: Um, let's let's speak of the. Ra- let's just take the Raiders over the Jets. That's an overcorrection. They're only favored by seven and a half. The Jets are terrible. The Jets are zero 11 0 twelve. Like, like let's just Raiders. take the Raiders. I, I like that line. I like that. Yeah, line. that's a massive overcorrection. They're going to win. And I like, I like, I like
1: the Packers line, dude. You don't think Aaron Rodgers can beat the Eagles by two scores? The Eagles are
0: bad. Yeah. Packers, Raiders, Bills, Giants. Lock it in. Let's take those dude. four parlay let's do right it. down right let's now. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So All we right.
1: got we got Giants. I love this, dude. Packers, uh, Raiders uh who else should we get
0: bills bills,
1: bills. yeah dude let's do it 14 bills. parlay everyone fucking hop in if you want to get on on this let's put a thousand dollars on it 10 should
0: pay about 120 100 pays 1200 i like it all right
1: how, how much are we betting on this all right sorry we're not betting on this <laughs> we'll talk about
0: that offline yeah <laughs> okay. we're not doing
1: that this is all hypothetical we're not actually betting it's
0: not yeah. Hypothetically, if you live in a state where you're allowed to gamble, this is what you would do. Totally. Anyways, it was great having you on, man. Great to talk to you.
1: Thanks, man. Good luck on the run. Appreciate the podcast. This has been fun. See y'all later.
0: Good luck to the Seahawks this week, but actually bad luck because Giants come to town. So.
1: 10 points. They don't, you know, they're humble. They don't, they
0: don't need to blow people out. They just want to win games. No 12th man. So it's 11 on 11. It's a fair fight. I like our odds.
1: It's been verified all year, no home field advantage still. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bud, see you later. See you, dude. Bye.